Karate the Garage. I'm Corey Cope. I'm Freddie Woff. <laughs> Kickstart for December. The yep, I've been up for two and a half hours and I've had four cups of coffee. <laughs> On an empty stomach, you reminded me. On an empty stomach, even better. I don't care how old you are. It's never a good idea. <laughs> I should go take some vitamins right now. Throw some vitamins Can in there, a whole handful. Have some bread. Soak it up like it's booze. What, did, what was that? What would you used to say? What was it about? Uh, oh, fuck. What was the Tommy's the eatery? <laughs> yeah, Tommy's to soak up the booze. <laughs> Go to Tommy's at two thirty in the morning. Fucking eat it. Fucking <laughs> yeah. Get some get some fr- chili fries and a Tommy's burger. Smash that shit down. Pass out. That was like the thing. That was the move right after go seeing a, yeah. a club show. Was just rolling down the street, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I, I used to hit that one right there on. Um, it's in the valley, right by the Budweiser fucking brewery. Yeah, yeah the Roscoe. That's yeah, the spot, man. The Roscoe one. Yeah, I used to hit that fucker on the way home when I lived in Northridge. Dude, every time we came home from from a Kings game or anything at the Forum, we would just we swing by there and yeah, so ridiculous. I can't believe I drove that fucking far, like from Hollywood back to the fucking Northridge, and you know, and so, sometimes in the conditions I was in, uh, possibly I wasn't. <laughs> possibly I wasn't driving, is what I'm gonna say. Don't say such things. What's the statute of limitations? <laughs> I don't think I was ever driving. I think my uh, roommate at the time, one of my roommates was driving because we always had a sober roommate. Like, it's funny. Like now I'm, you know, I, I would be considered the sober roommate because I don't drink. Right. But uh, yeah, we had a, so we always had a sober roommate, but the poor bastard, and he'd fucking have to put up with drunk fucking dummies driving <laughs> from fucking <laughs> Dragonfly or fucking Hell's Gate or somewhere, you know. Back across the valley. Stop it, Tommy's dude. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Don't eat it in my car. God damn, I said don't eat it in my car. Fucking <laughs> chili between the seats. Fuck. You know that shit because it smells, dude. Like I smell Tommy's now, and I want to fucking yak. I love Tommy's, but it's funny. Like if I just go to the one over an old road over here, and I bring it home, and I come and I don't eat it in the car. I just bring it in the house. <laughs> come out to the car the next morning it's it still smells like tommy's in there i'm like dude it was only in the car for like seven or eight minutes but doesn't matter last time i ate at tommy's was probably 2013 yeah anyway so we we dropped our first episode last week of failed franchises or lump of coal in your stocking studios for uh not be able to extend beyond a movie of the particular movies that we're covering this month. We've talked ad nauseum about the importance of physical media on this show. And I have to say that this month is the most disruptive month that we've had of movies that we've chosen and being unavailable right. to stream anywhere. What Christopher Nolan said is coming true. There's just some, <laughs> some at some point your shit just disappears and nobody can stream it. It's true. It's bad. We we picked four movies and we've changed four movies. No, we changed three yeah. movies. We changed three. Well, we changed three and we would have we changed four. Well, but technically, luckily. we changed. Yeah, we changed one because we didn't want to do it. <laughs> Correct. Then that was the only one that was streaming. We fully recorded an episode. It's there. It's sitting on my drive right now. Will it ever see the light of day? I don't know. It's sitting right next to Silver Bullet. Ask me later. Yeah, totally. Speaking of Silver Bullet. <laughs> Speaking of. We put that aside for a moment. So yeah, so we dropped Jonah Hex last week, fought or failed franchises. And if you listen to the episode, it is... It's kind of a love letter, like a love fest for Jonah Hex. It is. 
It is. And, and again, I don't get the hate, man. I don't get it. No, it's, dude, Tom uh, Jane has never been better, is what I'm going to say. <laughs> and if so you listen to the there. episode, you, you, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I enjoyed the movie, but I didn't live up to my promise at the beginning of the episode where I said I'd keep it under 35 minutes and I and went over. No, so. that's okay. I mean, it, uh, you know, it's one of those things. Uh, it was... Probably it will. It gets again. We both enjoyed it more than you know, more than we had been led to believe we would. Yeah, that's why mm. you got to watch movies, man. You know, right? I mean, everybody's yep. different, and everybody's the same. The last movie that we have this month is a movie that we both have on disc. So, and that's the one only one that hasn't changed. So right. that's good. That's what kind of that's what kind of kicked the whole thing into motion. That last one. The second and third one are all like, <laughs> were not original choices when we laid everything out. No, but, but they I might be better. But I think they're going to be better. <laughs> That's exactly where I was going with that. I, especially the last one we uh, pivoted in. I think that one is. Yeah, because if there was ever a fucking movie that was a franchise <laughs> killer, I guarantee that's it. Yep. Yeah, I think so too. By leaps and bounds, <laughs> and everybody was better for it. And you know, and I and I know all sure. of it. Sure, it's a movie that should probably remain forgotten. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we'll be here to remind you all about it. So we're gonna give it to you, fucking both <laughs> barrels, blast of silence. <laughs> all right. So I mentioned Silver Bullet. Put it on the side. It's actually getting a 4K release on Tuesday. On the God, film. man, I know. I mean, I guess there's people out there who will buy it. Who There are people who love that, I guess. Yeah. it's The only thing that's new is that 4K scan. Otherwise, the rest of the stuff that's on the Shout Factory release is all the extras are all there. But there is a special Shout release coming out this week. Thank God we got that 4K point break coming finally. And it is a couple of flavors. You can get the, just the standard Shout Select 4K, or you can get the Steelbook, which has some really cool art from Best Buy, which is the one I ordered. But so, yeah, that's pretty exciting. But And we talked about this recently, that the original Young Guns is getting a 4K release this week, both in standard 4K and a Steelbook at Best Buy also. For Best Buy, man, on their way out, when it comes to selling physical media, they're sure dropping a whole bunch of shit. So Yeah, man, they certainly are. I can't, well, I mean, you know, they say they're going to do that, but we'll see. I mean, I feel like I bet you, I bet you the, it'll, the last to go will be the fucking um, online bullshit because yeah. they're, they're probably going to have to, you know, there's probably a lot of stuff to fucking get, you know, to sell. Yeah. Right, like I mean, and what are they going to do? Have a fuck? They're not going to. Here's the thing: they're not, they're not going to take a loss on it. So it's not like they're going to start blowing it out at five dollars <laughs> right. a piece for whatever they got left. Right? Yeah, they'll drag it out. <laughs> yeah, whatever, man. Like I said, the movie that we're covering last, I'm pretty sure I got there for five bucks. <laughs> yeah, and I literally just ordered mine because I thought I had it, and I sure didn't. And uh, it, that movie had a recent 4K release too, and I'm like. I was hoping it'd be a Black Friday deal, which is the reason why I didn't hadn't bought it till I bought the standard Blu-ray. But the standard Blu-ray's got a four out of five star on radio. I'm like, well, all right, if I'm gonna buy the movie, <laughs> this has got a decent video quality, so I'm good with that. One other movie we talked up a lot during the summer in the theatrical was Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. That hit Disney Plus last week and it hits 4K optical this week on Tuesday. I got to say, seeing it at home, the I'm not sure, but I think they modified his voice. 
in, in the, yes, it sounded, dude, I swear to God, I was going to say the same thing. I watched right? it on Disney Plus and I want to say that they fixed the um, opening. Yes, because he doesn't he, sound like an old he man. He doesn't sound old. That was the thing about yeah. it. Like we talked about it when we both, uh, when I, I, I was still in Hawaii and I said, the only drag is this, the, the, the aging looks fantastic, but it's old Harrison's voice coming out of it. I, the, I'm pretty sure they AI'd that shit because it totally sounds different. Well, it okay, sounds so, like him, but it sounds like him 40 years ago. Right. And I, Okay, so it wasn't me. So I thought me, I was just tired. <laughs> no. Nope. Okay, good. Not at all. It's noticeable. And this is what we talked about before when, when it comes to sometimes incomplete visual effects or such because they have a hard release date. This had a hard release date back in the early Yeah. Era. And also, I'm just going to say, do you think that, like, I mean, I feel like maybe, because this was pre-strike, like, you know, probably they were like, oh, you know, I don't know. It was a Disney just saying, fuck them. They're, they're going to take what they get. Nobody, you know, in this and there, you know, because I, I was like, what is this, man? Why, why you do, did all this fucking great work? Because it looks great. He looks, it doesn't look like bad face replacement. It doesn't look like the Irishman. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, he's not lumbering around like Frankenstein. Right. You know, but then the voice was like, oh, he sounds old. And then, but watching it the other night, I was like, holy shit, am I remembering this? I thought, I, am I remembering this wrong? But no, exactly. they, they, I, they fixed it. They had to. They must have. I completely thought that I'm like, wait, I'm like, no, we talked about the fact that he sounded old. And I'm like, yeah. all right, so that's not just, I'm not remembering this incorrectly. And, no. and then, but I'm like, well, well, I guess they, and it was, and it was so seamless because I was like, I wasn't until like the train scene that I noticed it, the train portion of the opening sequence. I'm like, whoa, that's that's surprising. I, I don't know. I just didn't. I didn't expect it because at this point they made all their money. Why change it? You know, George Lucas is long gone. So him updating stuff, him polishing stuff, he doesn't nothing to do with that anymore. But somebody recognized it. Must have been a plan to begin with that they were going to try to do. Yeah. It and they ran out of time. That's what all I can all I can think of. But think about the technology. How much has the technology improved in the last nine months since the right? movie was probably finished as far as the audio goes? I don't know. But it sounds really fucking good. The movie is still a blast. It makes you forget the craziness of Crystal Skull. I tried watching it again. It's just... Yeah. It's like watching the it's watching watching the Star Wars prequels. It's like fuck. This is just it's yeah. weird because I, I watched it not. I mean, I guess I watched it probably leading up to seeing Dial of Destiny. Yeah, and there are things that I absolutely hate in it, and then there's other stuff that it doesn't bother me so much. Mostly when Indiana Jones is with other grownups, <laughs> like. <laughs> right. uh, but I don't. Yeah, there's. But dude, the whole last act is terrible. I mean, it's just yeah. so fucking. It's bad. It feels like they did that old trick where they throw a bunch of ideas in a hat, they draw them out, and they're like, okay, today we're, yes, now we're doing this. And they film it in sequence. It doesn't matter if they make sense or not, or if they're good ideas or bad (laughs) ideas. They just went for, they went, they went all in on the bad ideas. Cause once they get to where the crystal skull is, I mean, like we've talked before, it looks like Dan Aykroyd's vodka bottle, um, but not as good. Uh, Yeah. You can just forget about it and watch Dial of Destiny. And, okay, I have to ask this question, and, and this is another one of those again short-term memory things or for <laughs> long-term memory things. Depends on how you want to say it. Did the theatrical say twenty-five years later? Because the the this home version does not. No, it didn't say it. Mm-mm. All right, cool. Because I nope. I I've because I mean obviously by them saying that that uh, it hates Moon Day when when you wakes up in, in 25 years in 1969. I know what day of the week it is because it's a year after I was born. 
a week after I was born. So I know what's going on. So I know it's July 20th, 1969, but I thought it was interesting that they didn't specify that for the people that really wouldn't know that. But It's funny because uh, I don't know if it's just watching at home, not paying attention, or because I'd already seen it. I didn't feel like it was as clear to me that uh, Dr. Schmidt <laughs> had created the propulsion, the system that took them to the moon. That right. all seemed like it was pushed to the, you know what I mean? I just, right. it did, it wasn't as clear to me as it was watching it in a theater. But again, that's why you watch things in the theater because you're way more attentive because you're a captive audience and you're on, you're looking at a 70 foot screen, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And the whole moon day thing. I mean, there was a point in my mind, I probably made this up when we're in the parade and he, and he rides the horse past the car with all the astronauts in it. I literally, in my mind, thought that they had put all of the astronauts from the right stuff. Like I thought it was like, I thought it was Ed Harris, but, but it wasn't. Okay. But in my mind, <laughs> I was going to say, I, that's how I remembered it again. It. <laughs> no, it's not them. It's how I remembered it. Okay. <laughs> it's not them though. It, it oh. isn't. I was, I was like, uh, Oh, okay. All right. Well, but if that was an Easter egg worth putting in, right? It would have been cool. I mean, you know, had I been involved, I would have been like, Hey dudes, if we're going to face replace people. <laughs> yeah. Let's face replace those guys from the right stuff. Uh, shit. Oh, um, so what else is coming out? Uh, Blast of Silence is getting a, a full remaster, and apparently it's just got, it's a stunning transfer. Yeah, man. I'm uh, like I said, I, I'm going to have to figure out whether I'm going to upgrade from my Criterion DVD, which is fuck God, who knows how old that fucker is. But man, it's funny. I would have never thought in a million years Blast of Silence is going to get a uh, f- upgrade, a Blu-ray, you know, with all these bells and whistles. Not that it's not a good movie. It's just not the movie that you would think that they were going to, you know, go deep into. And also, why didn't they release that fucker in November? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, anyway. yeah, maybe that was its intention. Maybe they didn't get the, uh, who knows? I don't know. What's interesting is okay. Here's the here's the video portion review where the guy says, "I had the Criterion DVD release from 2008, and I didn't even feel the need to pull it out to do to do direct comparisons. The improvements in de- delineation, clarity, and especially depth are so dramatic that any sort of comparison would have been a complete waste of time." Yeah, I I, w- I would I would I would that that's kind of where I'm at. I mean, like I, again, I will probably pick this up. I, I probably it's it reminds me of uh, when they did Detour um, because I have DVD release and then I have the Criterion release and the I have the Blu-ray upgrade and the it, it's not even comparable. I mean, I don't I don't <laughs> think I'll even ever open that uh, DVD again. I mean, I probably it's probably in a box going to the library or it already did. <laughs> Do it. Every once in a while, they take the, you know, here's the thing. I'm going to be honest with you. I had a really hard time the other day. I had to go to Barnes and Noble and uh, I was like, ah, oh, just walk back there and look at the crit. And I, there were two criterion titles that I was like, God damn it. I need to buy both of these, but I can't do it. Can't do it. It'll have yeah, to be the next the sale. sale. Yeah, the sale ends today. If you're still in, in the market to buy criterions until the next time yeah. something's on sale, today, December 4th, is the last day to pick up anything online or. Yeah. In brick and mortars. Anthony uh, Anthony Mann's The Furies was just staring at me. I was like, son of a bitch. In all of its glory. But uh, yeah, but I walked away. It's going to be 500 sales come come the beginning of the year anyway. Dude, I'm not worried about it. Here's my obscure title for the week of like OG releases. Tokyo Pop. 
is coming out from Kino Lord with the 35th anniversary release. Now, it's very much a cult movie. Fran Rubo Kazooie uh, is the director, and it has stars Carrie Hamilton and Diamond Yukai. And you know, Carrie Hamilton is. <laughs> she's famous for a lot of things. <laughs> I mean, I can't remember really. She's mostly TV though, right? Yes. Yeah. So Carrie doing this movie is kind of a big deal. And it was a big cans, you know, cans winner. And that's a kind of a big deal back in fucking, what is that? 79, right? I think so. Is that right? Sorry. Yeah. I know how to add 89. <laughs> 99, 89, 29. Uh, Shit, eighty-eight. Now I'm such a dork. Am I going seventy-nine, man? That's too old. Now it's uh, Carrie Hamilton is Carol Burnett's daughter, and uh, did she pass? She passed, didn't she? Carol Burnett? No, Carrie did. Two thousand two, dude. Fucking twenty-one yeah. years ago. Fuck, dude. Almost twenty. Almost twenty-two years ago. Dude, it's so crazy how much she looks like Carol Burnett too, like a punk rock version. Like if yeah, you, uh, yeah. You know what I mean? That yeah. I, I always remember that big, you know, her bleached. White-ish hair. Doing yeah, doing it before Amy Mann was doing it. I know. Like it was funny when I first when I first saw Amy, first saw Voices Carry, um, the video for it. I'm like, and I was just kind of like, wasn't paying attention. It was across the room. I'm like, wait, is that Carrie Hamilton? I mean, because she sang. She was a musician too. So I'm like, I, I was. It was just surprising. Anyway, uh, so Tokyo Pop comes out from our friends at Kino, and it's not. It's not bad pricing. I mean, it's the typical pricing of um, of thirty dollars retail, and you can get it for like twenty bucks right now. But you know, it'll be half off at some point soon. But th- look at the look at the art. I want to send it to you because the art it's so not. Uh, that's why when I first looked at it, I'm like, that's that Kino because I it didn't look like it. It looked like one of the smaller companies had done it. Yeah, I thought it was like Vinegar Syndrome or something, but it's not. It's not their usual templated you know, uh, cover that we're seeing, but I'm excited to see it because I haven't seen it in, well, 35 years. I'm going to say the last time I saw it was on VHS. Exactly. <laughs> I'm, I, I actually know that's true. This, and this movie is 100% a movie where it fits up to our motto because I remember it fondly, but I have a gut feeling I'm not going to like it <laughs> the same as I did back when I was 19, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, who knows? I mean, there, there's a lot of that going around. I was just going to say, I, you know, I feel that very same way about Monster Squad. Like, Monster Squad was a movie that I liked when it came out, and I cannot get through 10 minutes of it now, which also, Kino, I think, just released a 4K of that, right? Yeah. I tried to watch it not long ago, and I, I just can't do it. I, there's nothing, and it's weird. I don't know what it is. It's just like, I'm like, nope. <laughs> 10 minutes in, I'm out. Yeah, there's. I, I still enjoy the movie, and it probably it's easier for me to continue to enjoy it the way I did because of Joey. But I, but there's one thing that about that the movie that still just stands out was this, the unique takes on the monsters. I mean, they, you know, Universal was disagreeable about you know licensing yep. out. So, but I, I still like this. I, I like the the creature that they ended came coming up with. I love. The Wolfman. I I loved how they handle all those things. I really thought they were really well done. The mummy work is fucking fantastic. Yeah, I get what you're saying. It is one of those movies from the eighties. Better remembered. That, yeah, you just can't <laughs> shake the fact that it came out in eighty seven. Just you just yeah. can't. You know? I mean, like, and I know people love it, and it's fine. I I was one of them for the longest time, but like, I 
you know, I don't know. You know what happens when you get old? Your heart dies. <laughs> your heart gets smaller. Your heart dies. To quote Ali Sheedy from The Breakfast Club. Um, yeah, man. Uh, but Kino, dude, Kino's dropping a lot of fire this month. I mean, dude, I don't want to yeah. really give the, there's, you know, face off if that's your thing. There's a 4K face off coming. Um, Billy Crystal and Gregory Hines running scared. Peter Himes, you know, our fave. <laughs> Oh, you mean five out of 10 running scare? That one? Five out of 10. That's the one. <laughs> <Is it? laughs> I saw you. I saw you. Because so you said when you rated, you rated that on Twitter. I'm fucking laugh my ass off. Yeah, well, is it better than a five out of 10? I don't know. Don't just say, I'd rather be watching this version of running I'd rather scared. be watching the Paul Walker. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. You know what is coming out uh, from Kino, which I am going to fucking talk about real quick. And again, it might be one of those movies that... If I when I when I see it again, I'm gonna be like, nope. But uh, the man who wasn't there, starring Steve Gutenberg, uh, yeah. Bruce Malmitz, uh, in, and it's in 3D. What the, the Blu-ray? F- I mean, I can't see 3D, unfortunately, because of my corrective, because of my uh, right eye, the damage that happened to my right eye at one point. Which, uh, if that's the only, if that's the only lone side effect, <laughs> I'm fine with it. I just won't be able to see 3D. Boo. <laughs> You know, and I can kind of see it. It just, it doesn't work for me the way like everybody's like, oh my God, it's amazing. And to me, it's like, you know, is it amazing? I, I can't tell. <laughs> and if you, you can't close one eye because then it really doesn't work. That's what you're but, talking about. What, like when we were talking about with, with Avatar, it's yeah. like, you know, part of it is the immersive thing. If that, if you can't physically enjoy that part of it, then <laughs> just yeah, find totally. something else to watch. Exactly. But The Man Who Wasn't There is a movie that I never had, I never saw it in 3D. So I didn't even know it was a thing until this Blu-ray had come up the other day. And I was like, holy shit. Uh, because it, it's a really fun movie. I mean, it's, it's Gutenberg. I feel like this is right around the same time as Police Academy. So it's, yeah, it is. It's 83. So it's a little bit, it's before Police Academy. So, but it's Gutenberg at the height of his Gutenbergishness, being like <laughs> that guy who was cool. I mean, I love Gutenberg, dude. I mean, I saw all, I saw, I've seen, I think, probably everything he was in up until the movie where he uh, pretends to be like a romance character and sw- to sway Jamie Gertz. <laughs> oh, the, and, when he has the motorcycle and yeah, the hair. Yeah, Lobo Solo or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. What's that uh, called? That was the last one I mean that I can remember seeing. I mean, and not because he wasn't good in it or anything, but it's just like, you know, there was that wave of... What's it called? She doesn't know it's me or some shit like that? Uh, don't tell her it's me, maybe. Something like that. I, I mean, I could look it up, but I, again, we're not don't really... Don't tell her it's me. Don't tell her it's me. There you go. Uh, which is kind of a, you know, it, it is what it is. It's it's one of those 80s, those late 80s movies, like Made to Order with Ali Sheedy, which you're like, uh, is it worth revisiting? No. Uh, <laughs> probably not. 1990. Goodness. But the man, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like from eight, but he, dude, like there was a run of 10 years where Gutenberg's like in everything, you know, starting with the day after. But yeah, the man who wasn't there in 3D Blu-ray, I mean, dude, Jeffrey Tambor's in it. Um, you know, who was super, uh, William Forsyth. I remember this movie very fondly. So I don't know, you know, will I, will I still love this movie? I don't know. <laughs> but if you haven't seen it, you know, there's, a, it's a 50, 50, I'm, I'm going to give you, this is my 50, 50 pick. You're either going to love it or you're going to be like, I hate you, Freddie. <laughs> Dude. Okay. So I just sent you the covers. There's, it was actually all called the boyfriend school. Which one? Don't tell her it's me. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, never heard of it. And I just sent, 
I just sent you the two covers. I'm like, this is, and those are both on the Amazon like that. Well, how do you know which one you're getting? All right. You know, it's funny, man. Again, my, 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 in my mind, I was almost, I almost said Steve Gutenberg, Jamie Gertz and Kirstie Alley, but it's Shelly Long. I knew it was someone from Shelly Long, but in my mind, it was <laughs> Kirstie Alley playing the Shelly Long part. Isn't that weird? See how that it's, works. Look at it's funny. Look at the one where he's actually holding her and you can see Kyle McLaughlin is there, but he's not on the boyfriend school one. Even no, though his name I know. I was just looking at the. Actually, I like the cover of the boyfriend school better than the other one. I do. I do. And look how, look at how much he looks like Costner. It's fucking funny, No, it's dude. great, dude. I, I, love, I mean, it, like, it's so good. I mean, it, it, again, it's not a movie that I probably would watch and enjoy again, but it, it comes from, it, like, I feel like you could watch this mannequin and Ali Sheedy's Made to Order and be like, right. okay, those are like three, those are three movies from the end of the eighties when they were just like fucking just whatever bad concept <laughs> came up, they would just make a movie back when they still took chances. Look at the boyfriend school cover. How, how much bigger proportionally speaking is, is, is Shelly Long put in there? That was, oh my God, dude, she's right, like on the, on the, on the don't tell her it's me. She's like an afterthought, her and McLaughlin both. They're just, you know. That is yeah. that is a terrible cover. I mean, this the boyfriend school one. I feel like this might be closer to the original box art. I mean, it wasn't called the boyfriend school, but I remember this image, like her on yeah. his leg, that whole thing. I think yeah. that might be from clipped from the uh, VHS box art. That's but, pretty great. I mean, gosh, where that that thing has got to be somewhere. But uh, but yeah, the man who wasn't there is a good. Uh, you know, next week I think it comes out on the twelfth. I mean, I don't want to jump ahead a week, but um, yeah, there's, it's, yeah, there's a lot to talk about next week with, with next week's releases too. Beyond, yeah, well, like, we're getting beyond, close, beyond close to Christmas, doing. and it's like you know, well, fuck it, let's just go ahead and say it. Clue in 4K, Creator is getting finally released. Yeah, you know how much um, I love Creator. The uh, for those of you that that enjoy uh, Old Boy, the original, yep. that's it. That's got a 4K release coming. Story Avenue is coming out next week. I, I, yeah, and I was about to mention. Speaking of small, not, not such big movies, but um, what what the Weird Al movies coming out finally? The Weird Al movies coming out. Um, I mean, dude, the Quartermass experiment uh, is coming to Blu-ray for the first time. Hail and, Caesar from our friends at MVD. <laughs> yeah, there you go. House of the Long Shadows. There, when it comes to the, to the Kinos and to Hail Caesar, not the not the um, yes Cohen Brothers film. That's Let's why I speak. Yeah, yes. I think I think the I think the giveaway would be the fact that I said MVD. I don't know, man. Some people might be like, "Well, I, dude, it's not the I ordered it, and you know, I didn't even know there was a Hail Caesar." <laughs> well, that, that's on you. How high were those three on that movie? Oh, dude, that's the movie that was made made and written and directed by Cocaine. Yes. As they say. Yeah. And that's the one only thing that Anthony Michael Hall directed, right? <laughs> oh, I would say, yeah. I, I can't think yeah. of anything else. <laughs> he spent most of the time making this movie in his trailer. I feel like he, I'm, I bet you if you look him up, he probably directed some episodes of Dead Zone. Maybe. Oh, uh, dude, you know what's funny? I, I don't know if I talked about that during the strike, but that was one of the one of the things that the OH strike took away and it sucked because it was such a good show. Yeah, but, that and Life are the two shows that really bumped yeah. me out after that yeah. strike when they gone. 
I'm surprised that Dead Zone didn't survive because, you know, it wasn't an expensive show to make. Life wasn't cheap. Either. It was 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 not cheap to make because they shot it all here. But oh no, they shot it here, and they were all you know they they shot a lot up in the Hollywood Hills, and you know because yeah. I think his house was up. Yeah, it was. That's an expensive show. It was a bummer though. It was a good show though. It was a really good show. Yeah. No. No. I I really enjoyed it too. Yeah. It 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 deserved at least a couple more seasons just to kind of at least one, let it play we out. Yeah. To wrap it up. Right. I mean, I feel like we got cheated. Yeah. I mean, when you when you pitch a show like that and and what the, the premise is, and I know you can't really get these kind of promises. You should have you should have been getting like, hey, but hey, you know what? Matt LeBlanc got a three year deal for Joey to agree to do it. So why couldn't they give somebody at least a three year deal to make life? Let let just hey, look at I just need three seasons. I can tell the story I want to tell. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, the the premise has it has a finite ending. You yes. gotta let somebody get there. <laughs> you gotta let us get to the ending. No, okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so anyway. Dude, dude, next week well, again, we'll kind of brush over him some more. But next week is a lot of small indie boutique houses are putting out a lot of movies you never heard of, and just as you just noted a few minutes ago, <laughs> a lot of things that probably should have been dropped last month, but yeah, because they're very noiry. Well, dude, you know, the Kino's doing it with the Exiles, Chet McKenzie's The Exiles. All right. Which, you know, I'm looking at the extras on that thing, dude. There's like 10 short films. <laughs> it's like all of his short films are on there. Have you noticed that we're crazy? That, that the extras now that the, the you know, I don't want to say the pandemic's over and we know better than that, but that things are more readily available, people are more accessible, that. The extras are kind of coming back and filling up these discs a little more prominently. Yeah. No, no, absolutely. I mean, yeah. there was a there was a point where, like in the early days of you know DVD Blu-ray, where it was all about the extras, and then you know, like 2010, they stopped, and you just get you know jack shit, a trailer maybe if you're lucky. Right. So yeah, man. I mean, that the the reason to own all this physical media is so that you can you know you have this stuff because again. It, 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 where is it? Where is it going to live? On YouTube until somebody takes it down? Because you know what I mean. <laughs> I mean, it, it's there until it's not. I mean, Nolan's not wrong when he says that. You know. Well, yeah. The, look for as an example, the, you have, and this is even the physical media side of things. There, are, there's lots of film essays that I come across on YouTube that I really like, yeah. and I. But I can't trust the creator to leave them up there or or be allowed to leave it up there. No, totally. There's stuff. Right. Yeah. So I download stuff just so I, I have it on my drives because I want to watch it again later. I can't. It's the same principle as the physical media or with the bullshit that... <laughs> shit, I can't believe I'm fucking, we, we got to this point. Um, there is um, people that have... Um, Discovery Channel purchases, like digital purchases on their PlayStation they bought through the PlayStation Store, got notifications this week if you go try to play anything that come December 31st of this year, later this month, that none of your Discovery Channel purchases will work. Yeah, that's nonsense, dude. Yeah. It, it's kind of like the reason I dumped uh, I you know iTunes because I remember there was all this stuff I'd bought from iTunes and then... Slowly, they lost the rights or two, or whatever, and so I don't right. have it now. It's gone. Right. Like right. I paid for it to own it, right? But they lost their licensing for the album, whatever, or it went elsewhere. 
And so I do not no longer own it. So who, who's going to give me my money, my money back? Apple? Fuck no. Um, no. Yeah, it's a drag, dude. Not cool. That's and that's where it's at right now. Is that it's be, and you know what it is? It's that fucking jackass that's over there shutting down movies that are already done, so he can get this hack right off. As if tax that makes right things off. better. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. Anyway, again, the guy that that cut his teeth in my six hundred pound life shouldn't be the guy making decisions about scripted television and scripted productions. Just stop it. Anyway, just stop it. Bastards. Anyway, so there you go. There's our there's our kickstart for the week and for the month as we close out 2023. Um, the, dude, I'm really I'm really excited to get to, to the other movies that we have this month. Oh yeah, uh, I too. already watched the second one. You haven't got there yet, but it's fucking dude. I I, I like the movie a lot, so it's I'm, I'm gonna be it's gonna be a fun conversation because I have no idea how you're gonna take it. <laughs> well, I think they're all gonna be fun. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, uh, they're all gonna be fun for different reasons. I mean, because right. I know that the last movie we're doing, I fucking love the shit out of it. I'm not sure how you're gonna feel about watching it again, but well, uh, I, I watched the first ten minutes. Because I don't, I realize I don't have a physical copy. It's not streaming anywhere except for a TNT. And so TNT had the first 10 minutes of it as a preview. And I watched the first 10 minutes of mine going, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm into it. <laughs> I mean, look, the, what I would say is they, they, they certainly were still spending money and they were building shit because it's yeah. all, you know. That, that courtyard, just one thing I remember most is that whole courtyard thing with all the wire work. Yeah. Yeah. That's really solid. That's, I mean, that's. Yeah. And. Big studio filmmaking right there. Yeah. Here's the thing too. Like you'll you'll see when we get there. Is like they literally weren't. I mean, the, the, there's. Well, we'll talk about it more when we get there. I don't want to fucking get into it right now. We're, 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 we're weeks away from that. We're yeah. weeks away. Yeah. Weeks away. Cool. All right. Well, there I'm you go. There's sure. your kickstart. 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 <laughs> You're gonna probably hear a weird edit here because we were rambling about other shit. Yes, you're going to hear it. You're definitely going to hear it. Weird. Uh, anyway, so there you go. If you want to follow us, <laughs> you want to follow us on the socials, uh, it's at, for the show is at Karate Pod on Twitter, Insta, and Letterboxd. If you want Corey on Letterboxd, it's Corey underscore Culp. And on Insta, it's Culper97. And if you want to support the show on Patreon, it's patreon.com slash Karate Pod. If you'd like to follow me, you can follow me at Rock and Roll 33 on your Instagram, or you can follow me at Martian Manhunter at Letterboxd.com. That's Martian Manhunter at Letterboxd.com. Say his real name. Lance Reddick. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God, dude. We fucking talked for 40 minutes. <laughs> <laughs>